Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the House of Bliss podcast, your favorite show you've never heard of, and the internet's best kept secret. I am your charismatic and lovable fluffy host. Well, I mean fluffy because my hair is really curly and I have a beard, not like fluffy like a big pillow. But anyway, I've just returned from a glorious vacation to Seattle, Washington to visit my family. It was so wonderful. Um, For those who may not know, my family is from like the Tacoma, Puyallup area. It's, I don't know, maybe a half hour outside of Seattle. And then Katie, my wife's family, they're all from about two hours away from there in the middle of the state. And so we got to spend a week with each side of the family. And it was so amazing because the day after Christmas, we got to drive over this big mountain pass. We were surrounded by snow and pine trees and huge mountains everywhere. And it's just just nice. I love Ohio. I absolutely love Cleveland. Totally underrated. But there's one thing we don't have out here, and that is those amazing mountains. And as good as it was, you parents out there know that taking kids to the grocery store can be exhausting, much less going several thousand miles on an airplane. Um, But they did such a good job. I was so proud of my two-year-old. I mean, I have a hard time being crammed into a tube in the sky, uh, being expected to stay in my seat, and yet she handled it like a champ. I'm so thankful for that. So it's 2020. Here we are. I'm really excited to announce that I'll actually be doing my second ever School of Happy Evangelism. I'll be doing that at the Garden in Akron, Ohio. That's with my friends Tommy and Stephanie Zufall. And I'll be bringing a whole nother team with me. It's going to be so much fun. The last one was seriously incredible. We had people who had never even gotten a word of knowledge before, heard from the Lord before, uh, seen any miracles. We had them going out into places like Walmart. It was way too cold to hit the streets, but we went to like Walmart and CVS and places like that. And we actually saw people healed, um, saved, touched, all kinds of amazing stuff. So if you're anywhere in the Ohio or surrounding area and you want to make it down, it's going to be four Fridays, February 21st, 28th, March 6th, and March 13th. So the last two weeks in February and the first two weeks in March. And just so you know, that is 2020. So in case you're listening to this podcast in In the the future, future. make sure you don't show up there in the wrong year. Uh, The classes will be starting at 7 and they're totally free. There's no need to register or anything. Just hop on in. Although I will recommend uh, if you can make it to all of them, that would be awesome because it's it's got kind of a specific flow. My hope is that I could take somebody who has never, ever, ever, ever experienced any Holy Spirit stuff whatsoever and just begin to build a snowball where by week four you are confidently going out there and sharing the gospel and power and in signs and wonders and all that good stuff. So if you desire, all of that info will be on the House of Bliss Facebook page. That's Facebook slash HobPod. And if you're hearing that and you're a pastor or a leader uh, or you just have a nice house and you want to do something like that, you want to host it, um, feel free to message me. Uh, I would be more than psyched to talk to you and see if we can make that happen. And so today, I'm just kind of taking it easy. Like I said, I had a really long, wonderful vacation, but I'm kind of on vacation from my vacation. And so this week, I thought it would be fun to actually post the audio from one of the sessions of our last school. 
So if you didn't make it to the last one, fear not. Here is your glimpse at what goes on in a school of happy evangelism. So I wanted to talk really briefly uh, just about three lies that hinder us from going out and, and being Jesus. The first one. Oh, so swirly in here, my God. <laughs> um, the first one, it's, this is the first lie. Well, it's not my personality type. <laughs> um, I always tell people this, but you, people look at me and they don't realize, like, I'm an introvert. I'm deeply introverted. When my wife asked me what I wanted for my birthday... I said I wanted to book a session at a spa with an isolation tank. <laughs> that sounded so good to me. My wife was like, hey, let's go to the farmer's market. I was like, which one? The one in Brooklyn. No, that one's too crowded. <laughs> let's go to the one in Lakewood. That one's always dead. <laughs> I, I don't like... I don't really necessarily like um, going out of my shell and talking to people. I don't get recharged from people. I'm borrowing a quote here from my pastor, Jake, but he always says this, my perfect day involves none of you. <laughs> and that's true of me. I just get recharged by myself. But I'll tell you what happens is it's not my personality type, but it is his personality yeah. type to love people. Yeah. Yeah. And when I stop telling him who he can and can't be through me, I find that my personality is supernaturally expanded. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Amen. Somebody else is just like that. In, in scripture, it was Peter. <laughs> he was so afraid of sharing Jesus, of, of being known as a Jesus follower, that he chickened out to a little girl around a campfire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that same guy after he got whacked up in the Holy Spirit, was the guy who stood up and started preaching to thousands. Saw, saw the very first, you know, whatever, altar call, and like 3,000 people uh, came Boom. into the church that day. Yeah. So there's something that happens that's uniquely by the Spirit of God. It really doesn't matter what you bring to the table as far as your social skills. It's him <laughs> in you and through you. So good. Yeah. Uh... And the other thing too, it, it's the it's like the wine of his love makes you crazy. <laughs> How many people have seen a, a, a obnoxious drunk person on the street corner? Anybody? Yeah. Who's been there? You're not going to be anything less than that drunk in the Holy Spirit. It'll just be for good instead of evil. <laughs> yeah. I, I've done stuff. Like, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, and then woke up the next day, and I'm like, what did I do? Jeez, I, I didn't regret it. I was just like, that came out of me, like, standing on tables and preaching. And some of you are like, I've never done that before. I, like, I know, it's okay. Neither have had I, and neither had Peter. But that's what you're, you're going to get filled up with. Um, and the other thing, too, is his compassion overrides those things, too. Yeah. Like, have you ever read in scripture where it says Jesus became angry, or Jesus was gripped with passion? Like, it doesn't mean he was angry at people, it means when he saw, like he was so aware of heaven on earth, he was so full of fullness, that when he encountered something that wasn't fullness, he actually felt for them. 
Yeah. It wasn't sympathy. It was like, I have what you need. Mm. Like, I will cross any barrier. I will jump through any hoop. I will do anything that it takes to help you see who you are yeah. and walk in the breakthrough that you're made to live in. Mm. Compassion will also make you crazy. <laughs> I literally one time, <laughs> you guys don't understand. For so many years, I struggled with body image. Like, I couldn't even take my shirt off at the pool <laughs> for years. And one time, I was, like, praying for this kid. He was, like, an orphan, no joke, so I'm already like, oh, Jesus. And he said something about how his parents could never afford new clothes, and he, like, really liked my Jesus Culture t-shirt that I was wearing. So, man, right there in the park, I, like, took it off. <laughs> <my hand. laughs> and I just walked around shirtless, and I was like, I feel really, like, vulnerable, but, like, love made me do something that I would never do. So here's a practical tip for you. If you're not brave, just pretend you are for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like jumping off the high dive. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk yourself out of it all the way until you take the jump. <laughs> yeah. Then there's no getting out of it. Like late. when you're <laughs> when you're approaching somebody and you're doing that thing of like, should I? Is it God? I don't know. Just be like, hey, I have a word for you. Just say it up. <laughs> and then what are you going to do? Back out? <laughs> Just do it. Jesus will meet you in there. I've had it happen every time. In fact, Cheryl and I went out together last time uh, while you guys were going out. And I said to this lady, like, something to the effect of, like, um, you know, I have a word for you. And all I had was just this tiny little thing, like a little tiny picture. And I had nothing else. And she literally heard me pause. I was like, I see a potted plant. And then, boom, the rest of the camp was like, and it means this. And it was like, I didn't have it. I just went for it. And it came to me, you know. So just, if you're, like, out there tonight and you're like, you know, you need to do it. But you're just like, ah, just pretend you're really brave for, like, ten seconds. And then let the Lord deal with the rest. Uh, number, number two lie. I don't have those gifts or I am not an evangelist. Wrong. They're two of the same, right? Um, first of all, you're one with Jesus. He is the gift. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. It says if anybody is joined to the Lord, he has one spirit with him. Yeah. He can be whatever he wants through you. Yep. There's one verse in 1 Corinthians that implies that not everybody has the gift. But there's dozens of verses that come out explicitly and say that you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, all this thing, I'm like, well, let's do all you, do all work miracles. Um, they could. Yep. Because a gift, this is what I, I said last week, um, it's kind of like the whole practice versus talent debate in music. Yeah. Because I'm a guitar teacher, I say this all the time. People are like, well, you're talented. I'm like, no, I practice. Yeah. They, they say the people, what separates like, a prodigy um, mm. from just some regular show. It's not that they're particularly more gifted in rhythm or anything like that. It's that they're born with a fascination that is through the roof. Yeah. So where they're the people who will spend like 10 hours in their room and you're like, like are you, you need to eat. Put the guitar down. You need to eat. Yeah. Like there's something about a fascination yeah. that gets inside of you uh, to where, yeah, any, any, anybody can learn to play the guitar. It might take some people a really long time to get there, yeah. but anybody can do it. And that's yeah. what separates people who have the gift from those who don't, is there are people who, like me when I first started, who like, I literally remember the first second, it was like in slow-mo, 
I saw Todd White in a video put his hands on somebody to be healed, and then they got healed. I was like, that's what I'm doing for the rest of my life. That's awesome. And so from then on, even though I had none of what you might call talent, I, I was like a total train wreck trying to pray for people. I'd be like, do anything? How do you feel any different? No. <laughs> or like, I'd be like, can I pray for you? No. Like, I would just have all these awkward, like, experiences where nothing would happen for a very long time but something inside of me like this gift was saying was like i'm not quitting until i see what jesus told me i could do yeah you know what i'm saying so Come on. that's what was just getting imparted mm. into your spirit just now uh no i mean people don't do that with hospitality hospitality is a spiritual gift too but mm. nobody <laughs> uh maybe they do some people do some people do <laughs> but I guess just healing and prophetic and stuff, people put that in a special category because they're uncomfortable with it. But when you go to someone's house and you feel like the spirit of hospitality, like none of us really think it's much of a leap to think, I could grow in that. Yeah. I could learn to do that. Yeah. You know, I could, I, could, I could learn to like host a place for people and make them feel welcome. But as soon as it's healing, it's like, well, I don't have the gift. <laughs> no, like if you want to grow, wow. so you can. In fact, um, I remember doing the same thing. Like, I had uh, times where, like, I, I realized having people over my house, so it's kind of a train wreck. Like, I, I didn't really put any thought to it. And I would just go to people's houses and look at what they do. That made me feel especially welcome. And then I just did that. And now people come to my house and they say it feels amazing. Yeah. So I, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what, who you are or what you are starting with, what your measure of starting is. Like, you can grow if you want to. And that's yeah. why Paul says to earnestly desire, desire the gifts. Yeah. Why? So Jesus can hold it out in front of you like a carrot and never give it to you? No. Right. Because he's already there. He just wants to build the, the desire in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> um, you know, on that note, in, in Matthew 10, 8, Jesus, he, he gathered some disciples and said he gave them authority and power. And he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. And people go, well, that was disciples. Yeah. So then he gathered 72 more people. Yes. And he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, yes. cleanse lepers, cast out demons. And then at the end, before he ascended, he said, all right, now you guys, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all of the things that I commanded you. What was one of his explicit commandments? Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Like, that is part of what they all yes. did. Okay? Because he, the healer, is in you. Yes. And he wants out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. 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 So, uh, you're like, well, I'm not an evangelist. Listen, <laughs> there's not much about what that even means in the Bible. Really, like, one or two verses, and one of them says, he gave to us gifts of apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Yes. So just think about that. He gave you, saints, evangelists, to equip you to do the work of ministry. Yeah. Right? So the evangelist is not the guy in Uganda preaching to a million people. That's awesome. Um, the evangelist is the one who gets you excited and imparts what you need to go out and do it yourself. Yeah. A prophet is not one who necessarily prophesies all the time. This is Chris Valentin. Not me, so if you don't like it, email him. But he said a prophet is not necessarily one who does all the prophesying. A prophet is the one who releases the grace for you to learn to prophesy. Yeah. Good. I didn't know how to prophesy until I went to Bethel. And then, lo and behold, I sat under Chris Valentin, and it was just there. 
what wasn't there before, or at least in my experience, yeah. because I, you know, Jesus is inside of me, so you have it, but that experience was switched on for me because I had sat under a prophet. Mm -hmm. Did he prophesy over me? Sure, yeah, he prophesied, but his real thing, the reason why he exists is to get you guys and yeah. us into it. Yeah. So I've come to grips with the fact that I'm an evangelist, and it doesn't mean that I have some particular gift that you don't have better than you. I just get people excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> um, the third, the last one, I, I won't spend too much time on this. Oh, and I wanted to say one more thing too. Um, remember when I said, like, just pretend that you have a lot of courage for like 10 seconds? Okay, even if you don't have the gift of healing or whatever, when you go out there, what if you just pretended you did for like 10 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is childlike faith. Is yeah. If your dad says you can do it, you do it. the kid's like, I can do it. And they start yeah. doing it. And that's why kids just don't have nearly the hangups that we do. It's so funny. So what I think is like, if Jesus said that we have the power to work miracles and all that, um, instead of letting myself talk myself out of what I'm seeing, uh, I just treat everything the exact same. With yeah, just like, good. okay, he said I could do it. I don't even feel it half the time. It's just like, he said I could do it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. So um, if I see somebody with a headache, or if I see somebody with two severed arms and they're bleeding out their neck, I'm going to treat that the exact same way. Like, he said I can do it. <laughs> don't let yourself get talked out of it. Don't look at the problem and be like, uh, well, Looking yeah, headaches are easy, yeah. but, you know, shattered backs, those are difficult. Yeah. And then, like, severed heads, those are really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> just like, listen, whether it's a headache or a severed head, just treat it the same. Your dad said you can do it, so try it. Yeah. So just pretend that you can do it if you have to. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. all right, I'll give you five pointers, and then I'm going to start doing some, like, demonstrations. Are you guys all right? Yeah. Yes. We have uh, kind of a long way ahead of us. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, we're going to do that thing we did last week. If I could have, uh, let's see, who would like to be a volunteer? John. Mm -hmm. And Kim, you were here up here last week. Some of you guys have gone always said to raise your Go ahead. Hand. Yeah, right here. So, guys, come on up. And, okay, you can be over here, and you can be over here, and, okay, so, um, <laughs> the goal of what you're doing is not to get somebody to recite a prayer, right? Yeah. We all, how many, okay, I've literally been places where people have gotten, like, this, like, I see the same person get saved, like, every week. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're like saying the prayer. They're like, Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about the prayer. It's about the encounter. It's about falling in love. And what is Christianity? It's not about saying the right things or subscribing to the right beliefs. It's about being in marriage union with Jesus. Yeah. It's about actually life on life, surrendering, being in covenant with Him. And that does not always happen overnight. Yeah. It can. Sure. Of course. But you got to understand is people are carrying around so much baggage, so many different cultural caricatures of who they think Jesus is, that when you say Jesus, it's sweet music to your ears. But when you say Jesus to them, it might represent abuse. It might represent fear. It might represent all kinds of stuff that are not Jesus. So your goal is not necessarily to... Uh, Mark, you can come on up here. Mark's going to be my coworker. Um, Mark, where do you work? Best Buy? I think Best Buy. Mark Best works buy. at Best Buy. I work with him. And Mark really, John is the devil right now. 
Oh, wow. John does not like, John does not like Christians. That's not, that's not a prophetic word, John. That's just example. Mark, so he knows I'm a Christian. He's very standoffish towards me. So if I were to come in guns blazing, Mark, you need Jesus, man. You just gotta say this prayer. Get on your knees. You're going to hell, like all this stuff. Blah blah blah. Well, how, is that going to push Mark closer to Jesus over there? You're Jesus, by the way. Or is that, that going to make him walk away? See, like, he's backing off, not necessarily from Jesus, but from me. I'm, like, pushing him away, right? But if, but what, what is Jesus? Jesus is love. So if I make my goal love, I represent Jesus well. And all of a sudden, again, I'm laying aside my agenda to make him say a prayer. If I just say, Mark. Dude, do you know how loved you are? Do you know how amazing you are? I start coming to work just jacked up, like full of Jesus. He feels it every time I speak to him, every time I shake his hand, he feels the spirit of God. All of a sudden, he's like, tell me a little bit more about this. I'm not ready to go to church with you. I just want to know a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about that. Do you know what I'm saying? And then eventually, so tonight, like, what you could do over years or months of working with somebody is not really what you should expect necessarily tonight. Now it can happen. I've seen people get. Compl- I've seen people literally fall down in the store and then get up and they're all about Jesus. That's awesome. But you see, typically, your goal is to just help them get. If like all you did tonight was walk up to somebody and they got from here to like right here, that's amazing. Yeah. Because Holy Spirit can bring somebody along very soon and say, hey, what about this? Have you ever considered this? Listen to this podcast, whatever. Like, Mark's, suddenly he's on his way. And then eventually he opens up his heart and bam, he's at an encounter. He's all the way there. And that's him (laughs) pledging his heart to Jesus, like coming into covenant with him, right? So, all right, you can sit down. So all I'm saying is we try to make it about jumping from there to there in a single moment when really all you really want to do is be loved and let Holy Spirit work out where they are at that particular yeah. time. Does that take a little pressure off? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. A lot easier. <laughs> Your goal is not to like bring a decision out of somebody. It's just <laughs> to show them who he is. Yeah. So good. Um, you know, I, I've noticed this, like, everybody wants Jesus. He's the desire of all nations. Yeah. But if they cannot see him correctly, they don't know that they want him. Yes. But when you give them a glimpse, they, all of a sudden, I have never, ever seen somebody not want Jesus. I've only seen them not want religion. Yeah. Or wow. personally. Yeah. <laughs> However I'm representing it, you know. I guess that's kind of harsh. But I'm not saying I'm bad, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is what I like to say and this will take some pressure off there's two things here if you go out there tonight and your goal is to see a miracle or to see somebody get saved you might walk away disappointed you might not, but you might but if you go out there to love people authentically, genuinely like Jesus you will never be disappointed amen Wow. In fact, there were groups even last week who I don't think they necessarily saw a miracle, but they felt a transfer of love, and they still came back so excited. Yeah. Just like the people who did see a miracle. Because love is what it's about. <clears throat> and the other thing, too, is um, free samples. <laughs> talk about this. Have you done yet? No, I talked to her about this last week. We have Mitchell's ice cream. It's the best ice cream. Can we all just agree with that? Amen. Amen. Yep. That's why I bring a team. <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming to Ohio and tasting Mitchell's and I was like, 
weeping because it's so good. You know? <laughs> so they encounter with Jesus. And then it's like you go to the store, you're a little short on cash, and you buy like the cheap ice cream, and you go home, and you're like, what is this? Is this even dairy? And then it sits out, and it like doesn't even actually fully melt. It's just kind of like this weird styrofoam liquid stuff. And you're like, what is this? Listen, once you've had the real thing, it's really hard to go back to the fake stuff. So your job tonight is not to try to convert people. It's just to give them a taste of the real thing, to give them a, a free sample of heaven. Everybody loves free samples. But also what's going to happen is, is once they taste the real thing, look, they may not even hear the name Jesus from you. That's happened a couple of times where I just didn't have time, but I, I showed them a reality that they will never find anywhere else. Once they taste real love, they'll go back to these situations that they thought were love and they'll go, what, uh, this isn't that, what's going on? And they have to go on a search. Yeah. And they'll know it because as soon as they run into the next group of Christians or whatever, they'll go, oh, that's that thing. That's what I tasted. That's that. So your job, again, it's not to try to get people to come to your ice cream factory and agree with all your doctrine. It's just to give them a taste of the real thing, and the Holy Spirit will work out the rest. Okay. Does that help? Does that take some pressure off? It's great. Good. Yes. It's great. Good. Uh, <coughs> next. Um, to celebrate awkward <laughs> um, tonight I'm believing that you guys are going to see amazing things Amen. but when I started doing this it was really awkward <laughs> because like I said I'm introverted I don't like approaching strangers and for whatever reason like maybe the first hundred people I prayed for I didn't see anything happen not even really like a tingle <laughs> you know, I'd be like, how do you feel? I feel the same. Or like, okay. <laughs> I just feel so defeated. Um, but yeah, there's kind of this thing that people go through. When you're pursuing something new, it's okay to be bad at it, right? Okay. If you pick up a guitar, nobody expects to just start playing like beautiful music unless you're some freakishly talented person. But do you know what I'm saying? It's okay <laughs> to start out and have it be really awkward. Yeah. And it might just be really awkward. And if you go out there and you're trying to like be good at something, it will be humiliating and disappointing. But if you can laugh at yourself, right. if you can have fun with it, yeah. oh my goodness. See, my friend JR and I, he's the one that um, he and I together, we kind of learned all this stuff together. And uh, we were finding, like all these people were listening to were telling us about this too, like Todd White, Bill Johnson, all these people were saying, when you begin to try to do this, you might run into a time where nothing's happening. And so we're like, well, if that's how it's going to be, we might as well just have fun with it. So we yeah, started, like, good. egging each other on. Like, wouldn't that be more awkward? <laughs> like, who's yeah. we would We had no testimonies, really, so we would just compare awkward stories. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, like, stay, you know, stand up at the table at McDonald's and preach the gospel and see how Come it goes. You know yes. what I mean? And, of course, it was super awkward. It was not necessarily fun. But then, like, the laughter, because of, like, you did that? You tried that? You're crazy. All of a sudden, because you're not focused on, like, your definition of success, but you're just having fun mm, with it, wow. all of a sudden it goes down really easy. And then all what we found, though, is we would just push each other to have courage, and then like we'd be like, oh, wait, no, actually somebody did get healed this time. That's cool. <laughs> we'd be like shocked. But then like eventually, as, as we were having so much fun with it, it just became more normal for people to encounter Jesus than not to, you know? Yeah. Um, but even to this day, I still have really awkward 
bomb, so I'm gonna try to bring some awkward stories to you. But I want you guys to, it's almost like that game mentality, like, I want you guys to just, like, encourage each other, like, have fun, laugh at each other, like, dude, I can't believe I just did that, but it was so ridiculous, like, try it out, it's really fun. So I want to hear your awkward stories. Um, a few more. Whoa, that's so good, man. It's oh my gosh. I want to go to Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's? <laughs> cool. I stand on this table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, do it. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to be in Kirker? <laughs> uh, it's all about his presence. It's all about his heavy, weighty glory, the river. It's all about the tangible weight of the Holy Spirit, not the information that you're giving across. Um, Bill Johnson says it this way, the single most transformative force in the entire universe is the presence of God. Amen. There was a Catholic mystic who said that one moment in the presence of Jesus is more profitable than years of study in seminary. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So if all you do is give terrible words of knowledge, (laughs) really bad prophetic words, and nobody gets healed, but you are carrying him, people feel that and they're touched by it. One time in Hong Kong, I was uh, praying for a guy. I was like trying to get him healed, you know, get some problem with his knee. And we're praying for him, and he starts crying. And then I ask him, like, how's your knee? He goes, uh, it feels the same. But he's crying, and I'm missing it, because I'm like, we've got to get him healed. And uh, finally, I said, or he said, can I? He, he's not getting healed, and I'm starting to get stressed. I'm like, dang it, I just saw this work, like, 18 times. And he, he pulls out his wallet, he says, can I? Can I give you money? And I was like, no, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, you're not even feeling a joke. And he's like, you don't understand. I've never felt this much love in my entire life. Wow. <laughs> wow. He wanted to pay me money. Yeah. <laughs> so I took him box of pants. No, I said freely give me your seat, put your wallet away. He's like, no, I want to give you money. I said, no, put your wallet away. This is Jesus. But that, that's what I'm talking about. The love, the glory, the presence of Jesus will do all the talking for so you. Bad. In fact, if you are really, 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 really scared yeah. tonight, I dare you to just get jacked up and shake hands with people. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, remember one moment. One moment. <laughs> so I'll. Um, I'm gonna skip a part here and just give you a demonstration later. But I, I, I like to. I like to post up and soak the atmosphere first, but I'll get into that in a minute. Um, now that was last week. Now we're on to this week. <laughs> um, You guys can tell I'm struggling, probably. I am so drunk right now. I feel like <laughs> more. Yay! Uh, here is my goal for you. is not that you become accomplished at going on outreaches, but that you become the outreach. Yes. Because the more I, I started to do this and see people get breakthrough when I went out to do that, like on treasure hunts or whatever, the more confident I got in my daily life. Yes. And all of a sudden, there was at no point is it ever not on for me. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I've seen it. So as soon as I'm standing, 
sometimes I go to the store and I'm like tired and I literally will say out loud, like, Jesus, I don't feel like praying for people. I just want to get my groceries and get out. And then I'm standing next to somebody and they're like, oh, my back is killing me. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I was fresh off of a mission trip. Like, I was in the jungle for a week and a half. So if anybody deserved a moment off, it was me, right? And I was sick because I drank the water they told me not to drink. I felt awful. I had some mild stomach stuff going on. And mostly I just felt like I got hit by a train. Um, and so I'm laying in the airport feeling sorry for myself. And I hear, overhear some lady talking about how uh, she got in this car accident and it totally wrecked her life for two years. She hasn't been able to work, but she also, something happened and she wasn't able to qualify for disability, so she had to pull her kids out of the school they were going to. And she's just going on and on. And all of a sudden, I'm like, no, no, not doing it. No. I was just in the jungle for two weeks. I need a break. All of a sudden, I felt this spark and I'm like, bam. And I'm like, I, I went over to her and I just like, started praying for her, she got healed, like a full body healing, just completely. She got so wrecked that people in the airport were like, can you do that to me too? And literally a doctor was sitting there, who was a Christian, who was on a medical mission, um, to, but mostly to help with people's backs with like injections and stuff. He went, this is amazing, can I watch? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so we're praying and people are getting healed. And then he says, can you pray for me? I have this problem with my back. And so I'm praying for him. I'm like just praying for him, and he goes, "That's amazing. Oh, oh, that's extraordinary." <laughs> like what's extraordinary? And he pulls out his iPad. He pulls out this diagram of the human's back, and he said, "Do you see this one right here? It was like L2 or something like that. Yeah. Do you see this one right here? Well, see what happened is when you prayed, I actually felt this one shift, and I felt <laughs> this one go this way, and now my back straightens there, and, and I feel great." And I was like, this is awesome. You actually show me with a diagram with this doctor. So, yeah. So what happens is you stop you stop having set times where you're like, I'm going to go on an outreach and evangelize. And you just become with Jesus. Yeah. That's my goal for you. Yeah. So that's, but but to get there, it just takes some shaking off of awkward. And it takes yeah. some practice. And wow. just cutting your teeth a little bit. So. Uh, now, finally, I'm going to get into some actual, like, practical tips, advice, whatever you want to call it, and then we're going to go do it, okay? okay. Is everybody good on time? Because yeah. yes. we're not even to the fun part, which is doing it. What's up? We just have to leave at 9.30 if you guys want, because we don't have to. Oh, okay. We should, be, work. we should be good. I'll, I'll, I should be able to wrap this up in, like, 15 minutes, and then we'll pray and we'll go. Um, and when I say go, I mean we'll get started. We're just praying for people. Um, okay, so... <laughs> I'm going to give you some tips on how to just be an approachable, sociable person, okay? <laughs> when you go out there, be really, really drunk. Smile. But be really approachable, too. Yeah. Do you guys understand? You can be inwardly like, oh, <laughs> but like outwardly, you're just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the reason is, now, all of these rules I'm going to tell you, God can break them. Because I've had times where I've literally rolled, literally rolled on the ground laughing at the mall. So I'm not saying that God can't not do that. But I'm saying your goal, if you're really going to love somebody, 
you're going to speak their language. Yes. Do you mean if you really want to love somebody, you need to get to where they can actually receive from you. Be the bigger person. You're like, I'm expecting them to just catch on to what I'm saying. No, no, no. Find a way to build a bridge and then take yes. them along for the ride. Yeah. So if that means you just need to like stop going, hey, hey, like <laughs> at these markets, for the sake of love, do it. Look, even Paul the Apostle said, if I'm out of my mind, it's for God, right? But if I'm of sober mind, it's for you. <laughs> yeah. so like, I hope you guys are listening because I can't wait to get back home and... <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't have to be... You're, what you're doing is already weird, so don't make it weird, okay? God does not That's need your help word. weird. That's a good word. All right. Um, number two. If you guys want to take notes, you totally can. Um, number two is have, have a sense of timing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're in line at the grocery store and there's like 18 moms behind you with screaming kids and carts just filled to the ceiling with gushers and stuff, like that's not the time to take three hours to prophesy to somebody. Okay, be aware of where you are. Um, if you're hurting someone's business, that's not cool either. Not like, have some honor. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, think about is what I'm doing going to bless this business? I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm just talking about you doing what you're doing. Yeah. Am I creating a space where God can move in a way that's honoring to what's going on here? Or am I just being obnoxious? Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Try to have those things. Or if you see somebody who's like, you're, you're in like Chicago airport and they have to get all the way to the other side of the freaking planet because it's Chicago airport and they're late for a flight. They're like, I couldn't be there in two minutes. Sure. Sir, I've got to work for you. Okay, so I'm just really... Uh, and they're like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, try, to, yeah. try to meet people where they are. It's okay to give a quick one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, you're just giving out samples. So, yeah. Um, yeah. again, you can stop for the one. I've had times where I, I was planning on going out for like 30 minutes and I ended up spending two and a half hours with somebody. Like, it's okay to do that. I'm saying try to figure out where the person is at and what they need, okay? Watch your prayers, that they're not three hour long. This is so tough for pastor types. Do you know what I'm saying? The ones who like to pray 30 minutes for dinner. <laughs> oh, no, bad. We're hungry. <laughs> Just, this is, I like this. Dan Muller says, you got six seconds. Yeah. Six seconds. Yep. Okay? Just pray. You're not asking God to come down out of heaven and be merciful and touch them. You are declaring, be healed. Yes. Adi, would you come here, please? Okay? Audie's got a bad back. I have discerned a few words of knowledge. I ask her if she wants prayer. She says, sure, you can put your hand on me and pray for me. Great. So I'm praying for her. This is what you're not going to do. Oh, gracious Father, we thank you for your son. We thank you also for the Holy Spirit who is with us in this present moment. And if it be your will, I just pray. Well, also, God, thank you that you're so joyous and beautiful. Isaiah 61 says, uh, all right, so, <laughs> if you could, Lord, would you just, just hear her back, Lord, God, could you just, Lord God, just, 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 Lord God, just hear her back, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, that is, no, 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 listen, he told you to heal the sick, yes. get, get over it, that's the truth, he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, how weird, I do this same all the time, how weird would it be, um, for, for your, <laughs> for a policeman, say, 
to, to see a robber robbing a store and be like, oh, hold on, let me call my boss. Boss, there's somebody actively robbing. Oh, he's got a gun. He's robbing a store. <laughs> oh, he's shooting the ceiling now. Okay, I'm just wondering, is it okay if I arrest him? Yeah! Do it! Like, why did you call yeah. me? For, no, you have the authority. Yes. So when I see Avi, she's struggling. I have authority over all hell and right. sickness, whatever. So I just come up to her and I say, hey, in Jesus' name, be healed. Back pain, leave. Strength come. Just say, that was a short prayer. Boom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chat. Okay, now, if she says, no, 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 uh, well, it still feels the same. Oh, hey, can I pray again? Yeah, sure, because you're being quick, right? Uh, okay, pray again. And then, like, I've had times where it's really awkward and I'm really sweet about it, but I've prayed, like, six times, and on the sixth one, it's better. You know what I mean? Um, we can sit down. It's probably easy to get in a minute, but, um, yeah. So... Don't overpray and just have a sense of timing about what you're doing, right? Um, read their face. If they're just like clearly horrified by what you're saying and doing, Stop. just bless them and send them on their way. Do you know what I mean? Don't please, because again, you're getting back to that thing of like, your agenda is, I've got to do a good job at this, rather than loving them and you're just pushing them over to Amen. Mark or John the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your religious language. Yes. Avi, come back up here. No notes. Her back hurts. Let's say Avi is not a believer. She's never been to church one day in her life. She's never even so much as read the cover of a Bible. She has no idea. And I come up here, <laughs> this is a real life example that I saw somebody do on a treasure hunt once. I just see, it's like with the prophet Isaiah, the Lord is saying, he's expanding your tent. He's stretching you out. He's stretching you out. And the person's like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> or like, hmm, I just see, the Lord says that you have a strong King David anointing. Is that English even? Who's King David? Right. Who's King David? What in God's name is an anointing? <laughs> no. So try to ask the Holy Spirit to break it down for you further yeah. and just give the bare essence. Like, okay, so what is a King David anointing? Let's break it down. David was a leader yeah. and an anointing is like a gifting or an empowerment. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like the Lord has given you a gift to lead people. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's good. Right? English. Yeah, that's English. Another one would be, um, like, uh, I don't know. What's another good one? Um, spirit of Elijah. Yes, yeah, Spirit of Elijah. Uh, mantle. Yeah, mantle. A right, mantle. yeah. And, you know, try to just translate this stuff in yeah. English. I'm, I'm, my mind is living a little bit. Uh, but he's stretching you out. He's stretching out your yeah. tent. But spare no expense. Hey, something that you've been doing, God wants you to know that he's with you in it, mm. and that it's not time to be afraid, but actually to go forward, yes. and knowing that he's going to give you what you need, whether it's money, or retail space, or whatever, God's saying, hey, go for it, because I'm with you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's gonna, English. I go ahead. The Lord, like, tosses you in, like, like, you know, those weird pictures, he talks to me in weird pictures all the time, just, like, so having discernment, I'm like, oh, am I going to tell them the weird picture, or am I just going to interpret the weird picture for them? Yeah. You know? that, good. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's good. So thank you for bringing that up. Katie yeah. actually told me to say that because um, she said, 
uh, sometimes people are like, I see dudes and unicorns over here. <laughs> <laughs> and not that that's bad, but that, again, they're just like, what does it mean? What? You yeah. see, oh, oh, what? I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just try to bring down. But sometimes, though, um, you'll get like literally zero interpretation and you just share the picture and it means something to them. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lady in a prophetic class I went to who she was trying to prophesy. She's like, I'm not getting anything, but I, for some reason I smell oranges. And the lady she prophesied over started crying and ran out of the room. Whoa. <laughs> Because there was some big long story where the smell of oranges had something to do with this or that or the other thing. It meant the world to her. So just have a dialogue with the Holy Spirit. Do I need to break this down if it's a Bible character or something? Or should I just get it like straight? Thank you, Avi. You can sit down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Be... Oh, let's see. Um, Just be careful about touching people. Like... Uh, ask permission. And I'm saying this as one who's like kissed people in the glory. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give them a holy kiss. Like, I know that love can make you do crazy things, but at the same time, have some discernment and some wisdom. Um, Avi, could you come up here, please? Okay. <laughs> okay, so you go out there. Um, Hi, Miss. May I pray for you? Okay, great. Jesus, thank you, Lord, right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you think that's going to make her feel? She's never been to church. Is that a good idea? No. no. I mean, God, Lord, I can't believe you have to say stuff like this sometimes. But if the pain is, like, on their chest or, like, just just have to serve <laughs> What I like to do is just say, hey, is it okay if I put my hand on your shoulder? Yeah. Okay. Or, like, if I'm really going to, is it okay if I put my hand on your back? Is that okay? Great. And if they're like, I, I don't think so, then, okay, well, G- how many times did Jesus heal with a word? Yes. You know I mean? yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. Be healed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. You can sit down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Just simply ask. Just state your intentions. Hey, is it okay if I put my hand on your shoulder and just for six seconds pray that God heals you? Yeah. And do you know what I mean? It's very simple. And if they say no, that's fine. But if they say yes, then do it. Um, Nicole, can I just add something? Like, especially sure. for a woman, if she's having trouble in, you know, maybe in her stomach or abdomen somewhere, you, you could take her own hand. Yeah, you could actually That's take true. her own yeah. hand and put it there, and you touch her hand. Mm-hmm. You know, so that she feels safe. Even if you're a woman touching her, touching another woman, but you can do that, and they'll feel safer about that. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> and then even watch like the moving of your hand while you're like, I had someone pray for me recently who just like. At me. <laughs> 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 like, I'm trying to concentrate on prayer. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, <laughs> what you're doing is already weird. Let's not try to make it weirder. <laughs> um, yeah, keep your prayers brief. Six seconds, you know what I mean? And, okay, and again, like I said, God can break those rules. I'm a feeler, yeah. so sometimes yeah. I literally can feel like a like a river of power flowing through my arm, and I don't want to cut that off. Like, I'll wait. But then I'll just say, hey, I'm just going to keep my hand here for a moment, if that's okay. I just feel God working. That's what I'll say. And usually they're yeah. like, okay, that's that's great, you know? Because yeah. usually they're going, oh, I feel something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Communication. And then lastly on this, and we'll get into another quick section, is uh, understand... Understand your region. I'll just say this briefly. Where I learned how to do this was like California and in my hometown of Seattle. Over there, it's the most unchurched city in America. It's that's what it's famous for. And wow. people 
are either one of two extremes. They're either like super into crazy new age stuff, or they're like total atheist intellectual. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's really not much middle ground. So if you go to them and you're like, can I pray for you? You're going to get the, no, get out of my face. Right. <laughs> or people like openly mock me for being Christian. You're like, okay, I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> But what I learned is, okay, uh, how would they receive it? Um, hey, can I can I give you a spiritual reading? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or um, <laughs> oh, I see your energy. It's yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, um, yeah. can I do? Can I can I give you an energy healing? You know that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. They'll be like, sure. And then after they get healed, they have a million questions, and that's an open door to be like, actually, yes. yeah, it comes from Jesus. You yep. know what I mean? Actually, one time in Seattle, there's a famous landmark. It's a it's an old school like fortune telling machine in Pike's Place Market, and I saw like this huge line of people there. So I literally did this. I stood next to the fortune telling machine. I said, I said, this machine costs six dollars. If you want a free fortune, come talk to me. And like the line literally went. <laughs> I spent probably a good half hour just prophesying on people. Yes. Doing that. Like it was That's so great awesome. because I didn't come at it and like. This is evil. This is of the devil. I'm going to tell you about Jesus. They would have laughed at me or yeah. worse, you know? So I'm just saying, understand. Now, on the flip side, I started doing that kind of stuff here in Cleveland when I first moved here. Yeah. People like, I'm what? like, hey, can I give you an energy read? They're like, no, man, no. Like, even literally, like, even somebody who's, like, dealing cocaine is like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I got a praying grandma, and I just, I'm not into that. You know? It's like this big sort of Christian thing everywhere. So really, like, you want to say, hey, can I pray for you? Jesus yeah. gave me a word for you. Can I give it to you? Like, it's, it flies more wow. out here. But all I'm saying is, who are you trying to reach? Yeah, that's good. If you're going to go to Lakewood, good, to like a witchcraft festival, probably not best to like throw out the Jesus cannons right away. Come to that in a way to understand. Okay, but you know, if you're, I don't know, if you're talking to a Catholic, just, you know, thank you, Holy Father. Whatever. You know, just try to find a way that they can receive it. Um, okay, and lastly, uh, I want to give you some actual techniques. So this is like the mechanics. Uh, I'm a simple man. I just have a few little tricks, and that's all I do, <laughs> really. Um, and I'll try different stuff out, but like this is what's worked for me consistently, and this is not treasure hunting. If you're new tonight, you're going to do treasure hunting. If you're not, this is kind of the stuff I want you to try. So, um, all right, Avi, can you come back up here? <laughs> all right. Um, first, it's just building some rapport or like building some trust, being a normal person. Talking to them. Imagine we're at Goodwill and obvious checking out the shirt of a band. So I might see her, God's highlighting her to me. And instead of just coming in there like, can I pray for you, whatever, I just be like, oh my gosh, you like Death Cab for Cutie? That's so awesome. I like Death Cab for Cutie. Let's talk about that. Blah, 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 blah. She's telling me all about it. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, by, by the way, this is kind of weird, but is your back hurting you? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, I've built some trust. So what normally would have been totally weird for a stranger, so all of a sudden we're not really strangers, we're just like friends, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden she's able to receive that. Um, that's just kind of like normal everyday stuff. Or even like, well, like, hey, tell me what you love about that band. And she's just going off. Go ahead, go on. I don't know anything about she, that thing. Just, <laughs> 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 love Jesus <laughs> so while she's like going on and on, secretly inwardly, I'm like, Lord, thank you for a word. Okay, what is she feeling for? Or I'm like charging up my hands. Thank you, Lord. As soon as I shake her hand, she's just going to get so wet. Like, it was really nice to meet you. <laughs>
<laughs> but if you're finding yourself like highlighted to somebody and you need a little more time, just begin to talk to them. Yeah. Their heart will open. Okay, you can sit down. Alright. Um Okay, I'll stand up. I gotta <laughs> No, real, stand up, I This is what I use all the time. Okay, this has become like my favorite go-to technique because Sometimes you have to ask permission and do all this stuff. Um, it, it can feel like, oh my gosh, it's so much work, and then they might say no. Um, or you could just walk right up to them and be like, hey, sometimes I get these spiritual senses about people, and I just see that you're a, a, a person of, of boldness, that you just have such a courage about you, and it inspires everyone that you're around. And all of a sudden, I just start going to town before they even say yes or no, but the Spirit of God is moving, prophecy just like opens the heart. I don't know that I've ever done that and had somebody be like, thanks for encouraging me, I'm out of here. No, they're like, thank you. Yeah. What was that? Especially if you start throwing in words and knowledge, like, and your address is 7413 Ottawa Road, and they're like, how do you know that? <laughs> you stop me. Yeah. No, we're not. Well, okay, yeah. I actually haven't had people walk away at that point. Yeah. Are you following me? Yeah, he's done. My point is, instead of trying to like just do the thing of like, can I pray for you? Can I give you a word? I just, I believe God said, go for it. Just yeah. start in, man. Yeah. All the best stuff I've had. So you could say, hey, I get spiritual senses, or if you sense that they might be a Christian, just say, hey, I felt like I heard God say. You don't have to come in and go serve the Lord. Just say, I felt like I heard this. Sometimes I feel this way about people. And uh, just go for it. Yeah, so that's good. You can stay up here. <laughs> um, next is, let's say Avi's limping by. Oh, and I'm sorry. One other really big advantage of that last technique is uh, what we're about to do is kind of a case of like, you see somebody on crutches, well, it's pretty easy to, to go up and ask if you can pray for their healing. But if they have no visible sign, what are you going to do then? Do you know what I mean? Just, so if you want to just approach people point blank, starting with the prophetic. Everybody needs a prophetic word. All right, but now, Avi, oh my gosh, she accidentally backed her foot into the spaghetti grinder, and she's just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see Like, hey, what's going on? Oh, you're shopping for tomato juice, too. Like, yeah, it's really brave of you after you ground your foot. But anyway, <laughs> I saw your punches. Like, what happened? Uh, the, 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 the <laughs> I found that hurting people love yeah. to tell you about their words. Oh yeah. <laughs> they love to do it. And it, like they'll just go on and you have all the time in the world to start just getting downloads for them. Do you know what I mean? But then you say, oh my goodness, would it be okay if I just took five seconds to pray for you? That's what I'll do. Like, oh, wow, you broke your face. That's so sad. Hey, you know, I, I, I've seen lots. This is what I'll say. I want you to try this out. I want you to try this out. Oh, um, that's crazy. I've actually seen God heal people before. Would it be okay if I took five seconds to pray for your face? Yeah. Can I put my hand on your shoulder? Yeah. Since I'm not just going straight for your face? Great. Okay. Great. Especially if she just put her makeup on. Yeah, right, right. That does not go over <laughs> Uh, yeah, so ask sick people about what's wrong with them. They'll tell you all about it. <laughs> um, next is like, if you built some trust with them, um, or you are just really in a pinch, like you got to get moving, fight's leaving, um, obviously, just pretend you have a crazy headache. Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh, what's going on? My head is killing me. Oh, okay, let me see. 
In Jesus' name, be healed. It's the funniest thing. If you ask for people's hands, they'll, give they'll it just to you. give it to you. It's so weird, especially if you've kind of made some small talk. They'll be like, oh, sure. You're like, like they don't know what you're going to do, so just do it. And yeah, that one actually has made people mad. Like, I've had a witch manifest on me. But, uh, but <laughs> praise God. But it's such a good one. I just did that um, to a cashier at Dave's the other day. Oh, let me see again. Okay, in Jesus' name, I just command that headache to go. And she's like, thank you. I don't even know that it worked necessarily, but she was just so touched that I tried. So, um, a handshake trick. And then lastly, these are all... Disclaimer, I didn't realize that the definition of the word trick means to deceive. That's not what I'm talking about. I use it in the same word, way people are like, let me give you some tips and tricks for fixing yeah. your car. I'm just talking about techniques yes. or tips yeah. or just ideas. Praise God. Okay, I'm not talking yeah. about tricking people. Um, the last one is this. And this one is super high risk, but also super high payoff. So if you're feeling lucky, you want to like, want to pull the lever and see what happens. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, hey, just try to get word, just ask for a word of knowledge and go for it. Hey, is your name Bernette, Ber- Bernice? Okay. <laughs> but man, I've had it work time, like, I, yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, I had somebody, actually it backfired one time, where I was like, um, like, hey, I was at Walmart, I believe. Yeah, I was at Walmart, and I had just walked in, and I saw this guy walk by, I was like, hey, is your name Andy? He's like, yeah, why? I said, well, I feel like God said, and then he just took off. Like, he was not into it. But oh, <laughs> so you got the name right. I know. I was like, yeah. Well, inside I was like, well, I got the name though. So. No, no. But that kind of like high risk of like, hey, are you needing prayer for like multiple sclerosis? Do you know what I mean? And they're like, yes. Or like, hey, this is weird, but I feel like God told me to come to the store because I was gonna find somebody who really needed cartilage in their knees because He wants to heal them. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so so just try, man, and if they say yeah. no, then just, you know, politely bless them. Just okay, well God bless you and yeah, you know, day. walk away. Um yeah, so it feels high risk because, you know, we're all practicing, but when it works, oh my gosh. I've had some nuts stuff. I was working at Panda Express once, uh, back when that was my job and this dude came through and I was serving rice. I'm like on the clock, I'm like, this is a risk, but I was like, Hey, is your name Dominic? And he was like, How did you do that? And I said, I felt like the Lord told me. Also, did you recently, I'm still serving him as coconut shrimp, by the way. I'm keeping this as quick as I can. By the way, did you get in a car accident recently that you got injured in and you need healing from? And he, said, he was like, dude, are you following me? Said, the Lord told me, and I feel like he wants to heal you. Can you meet me in the lobby in 15 minutes? And then I was like, hey, boss, I'm going to go sweep. I'm like, yeah, I'm not actually going to go sweep. <laughs> no, I did sweep. I was like sweep praying. I was like, all right, well. And I got this whole word. And he was so wide open. He got healed. The two girls he was with ended up giving their life to Jesus. It was, I don't know why he had two of them. <laughs> they needed Jesus. But that can really open stuff up. So try it out. Just go for it. All right, that's the end of that. Go ahead. I say, even if you get a word knowledge wrong, sometimes it's an open door to continue, like, to continue the conversation. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's true. even if you initially fail, if they're still open, just keep talking. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes they'll be like, "No, but why would you ask me that?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then they're like, "Oh, well, 
you know, my left toe hurts. And like you said, my ear, but not my toe, but I mean, you can hear from my toe. That happens a lot, yeah. Because again, it's about his spirit, it's about his presence. Okay, I'm gonna do one more demonstration. Avi, you can sit down, actually, for real this time. One more demonstration, and then we're all done. We're gonna pray, we're gonna go, okay? Alright, so when I walk into a place, um, Jesus said this. Okay, all, who knows what's going on in an atmosphere at any given point? Who knows what kind of Jesus craziness is in there? Right, but you get to bring something totally different. Yeah. So whenever I go into a place, I've noticed if I just start in, oftentimes people are closed. But if I can kind of establish like the spirit of God in an atmosphere, yeah. it's like all of a sudden people are open like crazy. Like yeah. So what I like to do, yeah, like a territory kind of thing. Um, what I like to do is what Jesus said. He said, when you go somewhere, release a blessing of peace. And if yes. it stays, uh, then continue to minister. If it returns to you, then move on. Yeah. So any place I go, first thing I do when I walk in, before I even start thinking about who to talk to, is I'll walk in and I'll just begin to like go, oh yeah, I'm leaking Jesus everywhere. <laughs> Everything that I touch, every place I set my foot. And I just start like I just start like grabbing shampoo bottles. I'm serious. I do this, and then I'll, I'll start to greet people. I'll look for that one person who's like waiting for the blessing of peace. So I, I say hi to Jared, and he's not doing it. I say hi to Mark, and he gives me a smile. All of a sudden, I feel. Pay attention to your feelings. I feel something come out for me. And yeah. I go, That's the ticket. We're in. Do you know what I mean? And then you just start going for it. Or if you just post up. Thank you so much for listening to the House of Bliss podcast. Hey, if you'd like to support this ministry, it is super easy to do it. All you need to do is click the link in the description of this episode and go to our Patreon page. Sign up there for as little as a dollar a month. You can not only support us, but you can get access to all kinds of super cool behind-the-scenes benefits. Thanks so much for considering it, and God bless.